0: This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin, with support from New Zealand On Air. It's time for Round the Boards, updates from Dunedin City Community Boards on FM Dunedin's awesome morning show.
1: Round the Boards we go into today, the West Harbour Community Board. And joining us on the line now, Community Board member Duncan Eddy. Morena, Duncan, great to have you with us. Ato Marie. How are things looking out your way this morning?
0: Oh, superb! A soft-looking, uh, gentle pitta
1: canoey morning. It's uh, a lovely time of year, isn't it? And we start to turn our minds to uh, to what we might be doing at the end of the year, recreationally and otherwise. Um, I suppose it gets a little bit busier out your way over the Christmas period, does it?
0: Oh yeah, we have all those people coming in from Queenstown, which is uh, which is never good, but you know. That's what happens when you live at the beach. Um, But I've got to say, it is nice to have a a gentle, mild day out here for once. It's a bit of a respite from the um, increasing extreme weather that we're seeing out these ways. We're getting higher tides. We're getting harder winds. And... um, Yeah, it's a worry.
1: Yeah, interesting, isn't it? And, uh, you know, you're sitting right on it there. You'll be able to witness all that stuff firsthand. I imagine um, among the conversations that community boards have from time to time, are some of those bigger picture issues uh, around climate change and some of the impacts locally?
0: Yeah, well, we've got some some very low-lying coastal roads around here. That are becoming uh, increasingly inundated with water at the high tide, uh, and we've also got a lot of um, outlying residences that are extremely vulnerable to things like high winds taking out power lines, trees being blown down and blocking the road, and um, I'm surprised that Council hasn't got a plan for how we're going to deal with it, to be honest.
1: Maybe some interesting conversations <laughs> coming up over the next uh, few years about that um,
0: yeah let 's hope the sooner they start planning, the better the response is going to be because cl- climate change isn't going isn 't going to go away it doesn 't seem that people are changing their lifestyles or decreasing their dependence on oil, despite it being in our faces all the time so yeah i 'd like to see Council taking it seriously.
1: Well, from the the bigger issues, perhaps down to some of the smaller ones, you mentioned roading. Let's uh, start with that. Uh, You want to just talk briefly this morning about the Tēnāru speed bumps.
0: Yeah, well, this is a little bit more um, positive than people's anxiety about the weather. (laughs) Uh, At our last community board meeting, uh, Tracy Fleet from uh, Tēnāru came along to talk to us about the speed bumps. Do you know Tēnāru? It's that little straight just before you get to Aramoana.
1: Yes, beautiful.
0: Yeah, it is beautiful. Um, A nice little seaside community. Um, Unfortunately, uh, it's tended to be a bit of a drag strip because it is that big straight after you've done all those really slow, tight, windy corners to get out there. So people who are visiting and people who lived out there would often basically just rock it up and speed through Tēnāru Get to Aramawana, um, which was a concern for people who were living and holidaying out there, um, with little kids and pets and elderly ladies and elderly um, residents, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> so Tracy Fleet from Sinadu um, got together with local residents and lobbied the council to do something about the speed. Um, and what council did was put in some temporary speed bumps to encourage people to drive a little bit slower through the area. Um when I first started on the community board, our first real meeting um, on the agenda, there was a little item hidden away down at the bottom of a report that said um, complaints had been received about the speed bumps at Tenaru and the council was going to remove them and it didn't have any money in the budget to do anything permanent so it was going to remove the speed bumps and not do anything. I thought, oh, that's not very good. So I got on the phone, talked to some people at Tinaru, contacted the um, transportation department at the council, and it turned out they were going to remove these speed bumps because three people had called up and complained. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, so I had to do a bit of a. Um, I had to learn fast about how to get something done on the community board so it wasn't on our agenda for our meeting to do anything about it. Um, so I hit the standing orders which are our rules for how the meetings work and at our meeting I managed to get it on as a late agenda item, we discussed it, I put forward a proposal that the community board support the retention of the temporary speed bumps until permanent ones could be put up. Um, it was controversial around the board. There was one member in particular who was really opposed to it. So we had a vote, um, and my motion lost the vote three to four. Um, so I went back to the standing orders, had a look, found out that you can amend a motion that you put forward, um, put forward an uh, amended motion after discussions with Councillor Steve Walker, who's quite experienced with that kind of stuff. And the motion that got put forward was that the speed bumps would remain at Tinaru until Council had consulted with the community uh, and looked into adequate um, speed restrictions um, for the area. So that passed unanimously. Council got onto it. Council did an excellent job of going around and consulting with everyone in Tinaru and going into Aramawana and talking about uh, what people would like and what the problems were. And then Council decided, right, what we're going to do is put in Permanent speed bumps, so there's a series of permanent speed bumps out at Tnadu now. Tracy Fleet came along to our meeting and said that now Tunadu feels like a nice little township uh, and I found that um, extremely satisfying it's, it's one of those things that really makes it um, being on the community board worthwhile.
1: Yeah, democracy in action, and uh, it's so interesting that, and you, you, you raised something really important and interesting here too in terms of community board membership. You know, no one expects you when you come on board to necessarily be an expert in process and so forth, so it is very much a learning experience, but what you've tapped into there is the crucial part of that was making sure that there was a way for the community to be heard.
0: Yeah, and, um, and to be fair to council, they did an excellent job of seeking out community input on it, and I think that the outcome um, was extremely satisfying for everyone. And apparently even the people out at out Moana who didn't want speed bumps at Tinaru um, understand why they're there. That's yeah. Great.
1: Well, if you're encouraged to slow down and um, perhaps just... Uh, um, you can put that across the rest of your life as well. If you're going out to that part of the, the country, why wouldn't you want to slow down and <laughs> absorb what's around that's you? That's
0: right. Yeah, that's right. Well, well, we've been getting a lot of um, people who are getting a bit um, impatient about the um, upgrades going on as on State Highway 88 at the moment with the uh, um, shared pathway, the um, safety improvements to the road, and they're actually moving the railway track a little bit as well. So there's a lot of stuff going on there. People have got to drive slower. Some people have actually realised, hey, the view's incredible. It's quite nice to drive a little bit slower yeah. on that road.
1: Well, you've mentioned the shared pathway, and we've touched on this topic before, but uh, bring us up with the latest. Uh, we know that uh, for for many people using uh, the uh, shared pathway there has been a fair amount of uh, fouling by dogs people taking uh, uh not really taking the time to clean up after their dogs and uh some locals took some initiative to to draw the matter to the attention of the wider public how's it going now
0: oh the hot topic dog poo on the shared pathway <laughs> it's amazing what's happened Antonia Wood a resident from St Leonard's Um, was really concerned about the amount of uh, dog poo that was on the shared pathway. So she took it upon herself to organise a uh, clean-up, which was really successful, gathered like a huge amount of uh, dog poo. (laughs) These poor volunteers going and cleaning up other after other people's dogs. I'm not really that stoked about it, but good on them, you know? Um, so they took it upon themselves to clean it up, got a huge amount of poo out, out of there. Then Antonia went around and put up extra little bins for dog poo, put up um, attached um, bags to the fences around there so that dog owners could use the bags to clean up. And the the ripple effect of what she's done has been amazing. Um, I'm a member of the Keep Dunedin Beautiful committee. And at our last committee meeting, uh, we were told that Keep Dunedin Beautiful is looking at, um, educating people about cleaning up after their dogs as one of their priority goals. That Keep Dunedin Beautiful's parent body, Keep New Zealand Beautiful, is also looking at including educating people about that as one of their pri- uh, priority goals. And also that Enviro Schools Otago is now educating kids at schools they go to about the importance of cleaning up after your dogs. And it just really underlines the fact that if people care about something in their community and are willing to pull finger to get something done, they really can make a difference.
1: It's so good to hear. And, you know, it's not just a, an aesthetic issue, is it? It's a health issue as well. And, um, you know, uh, any progress that can be made, uh, despite the fact that it's had to come off the, the back of quite a number of volunteer hours, as a lot of things often do, it's great to hear that perhaps uh, there'll, there'll be more momentum behind that campaign.
0: Uh, it's it's something that people have really um, picked up on. <laughs> picked up on, no pun intended. <laughs> and there, there is effort that. To- Council to to deal with it. Um, yeah, look forward to seeing some progress on that one for sure.
1: Duncan, bring us up to date with progress on uh, saving historic Stevenson and Cook building in Port Chalmers.
0: More good news. So the Stevenson and Cook building is that beautiful old um, orange brick building that's on um, Macandrew Road, just on the way out to Carey's Bay. It's a, a orange brick building with massive green sliding door at the end. Uh, it's got a history that dates back to the 1850s when it first started up as like a Blacksmith's operation and later on it expanded to become one of the most significant businesses uh, in in Port Chalmers. Um, so it was the it became the Stevenson and uh, Cook Foundry. They were shipbuilders and ship repairers. Um, they made minesweepers for for World War Two, so and it, it really was a um, renowned business in the southern hemisphere. People would take their ships and their boats from all around the world to get them fixed at the Stevenson and Cook Foundry in Port Chalmers, which was amazing. Um, the building closed down, the business closed down in the 90s, and for about 30 years um, it was just used um, to store boats for the Port Chalmers Yacht Club it belonged to DCC by this point and then DCC um, did a check of the building and they said hey we've got an asbestos roof in this building, it's unsafe so they terminated the arrangement they had with the yacht club, moved all the all the boats out of there um, took the roof the asbestos roof off that had its roof removed and is being left to the elements. And then there was another historic building just up the road that was the um, Waterfront Industry Commission building. It was a beautiful little square brick building just next to the headquarters of Port Otago. That building got demolished. Um, There was a lot of um, sadness in the community about losing that building that had a lot of uh, important social history gone on there and that kind of spurred on a movement to save the Stevenson and Cook building. Uh, A group formed to to save the Stevenson and Cook building and they've been battling away, struggling away for the last couple of years, just a community volunteer group and and the beautiful thing is that they're getting it done. (laughs) They've got a plan to save the building, they've just raising art option at PC Art Gallery in Port Chalmers um, where a whole lot of um, pretty incredible artists donated work to raise funds for the preservation of the building and I'll just give you some of the names of the artists there, Um, Michael Morley Mary McFarlane David Elliott, James Robinson, uh, Simon Kahn and Marilyn Webb uh, were just some of the artists who contributed their work Uh, hugely successful uh, fundraising venture and um, those guys are doing incredible work and I've got um, faith that they're going to save this building that was that was looking like it was just going to collapse.
1: Saving it of course uh, the top priority, has the group um, made any decisions or have there been any discussions about what might be the longer term use for the building?
0: The group have got some amazing plans and they came along to our advanced plans as well, I should say, they came along to our community board meeting and spoke to us in committee, which means it's a publicly excluded session because there are issues of commercial confidentiality there. Um, So I'm in a bit of a spot in terms of what I can say, except to say um, they're bloody amazing. (laughs)
1: Well again you know people power and uh, clearly there's going to be some way to go yet in terms of enlisting further help from the community to to save this building but no doubt we'll hear more about that as the group uh, moves further down the track with its plans. Really interesting. Thank you for bringing us up to date with that, uh, Duncan, and on all matters uh, related to what's going on out there in the beautiful West Harbour. We'll let you get back to your morning out there, uh, Duncan, and look forward to catching up with you further down the track.
0: All right. Have a good day. That was Round the Boards, updates from Dunedin City Community Boards on ORFM, Dunedin's awesome morning show. For more information about Dunedin's six community boards and contact details, visit the Dunedin City Council website, dunedin.govt.nz or phone 477 4000. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin, with support from New Zealand On Air.